Too spooky, decode. <laughs> the spooky. This is the spooky episode. The spooky episode. That we have affectionately yeah. ca- called Halloween burns. For reasons we will get into oh, uh, wait, later. <laughs> like burns from The Simpsons. Oh Boo-urns. God, burns. Oh, okay. be- you never seen that meme? Yes, I have, but I've okay. also like. <laughs> d- Oh boy! Um, it was an episode. Luigi's Mansion Three is actually out now for Nintendo Switch. They dropped it exactly on Halloween. It's that's good. Actually, that's actually really. They fun dropped though. it exactly on Halloween. Uh, people are playing it in the cafe here at Waypoint Cafe, at 65 Ludlow Street. It's good. It's a really good game. It's a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of games coming out that are like either really good or middle ground. The Super middle Monkey ground. Ball game is interesting. That looked weird. That's not Super Monkey Ball. It's supposed to be weird. Yeah. Also, mind you, Sonic's also, in it. Also, mind you, Super Monkey Ball Sonic is also is in it. Super Monkey Ball is also made by the same guy who did Yakuza. So yeah, yeah that, that, so that's the thing that gets you. you mar- I'm like, wait, how did you go from this to Yakuza? Did you see the Yakuza trailer? Yeah, I did. The new one is the new one with the summons. God, the summons are so. (laughs) And that's why. And that's why I say that's why I'm not surprised. The guy who made Super Monkey Ball also made the Yakuza games. (laughs) How do you do the first six Yakuza games? Have them be like. Here's the thing is, here's the thing is, dad, but here's the thing, if you guys. play the Yakuza games, and it's, it was so great about the Yakuza games, if you play the Yakuza games, yes, there are these serious, hard-boiled stories, They're but, great. and if you just go by the normals, if you just go straight through the storyline, you will get that serious, hard-boiled story, but if you do the side stories, <sighs> those are, those are when, like, the guy shows up, like, oh no, I can be really wacky when I want to be, you mean, especially uh, in, um, <laughs> especially in Yakuza 3, Oh. Where you would learn new techniques, you would see the most weirdest shit by doing the new when you learned new techniques. I it think was, that was it, it was three or was it four that had my favorite finisher, and I made it like a reaction image. Which one? It's you put the guy in a headlock, you take out a salt shaker, oh, yeah, and yeah. you That's pour three. salt yeah. in his eye. Yeah, it's like if you look at the Yakuza <laughs> games, like if you just look at the top foil Yakuza games, they, yeah, they have these serious games, but then when you actually like play the games. They are super, but they can be super duper bizarre, and that's what I love about them. Yakuza is a great franchise. Um, he, he summoned a lobster. He summoned a lobster. He summoned a lobster. He summoned a lobster. You, I, and it's I, not just any lobster. It's like a, a bunch of lobsters. Why do, rain. Think, why do you think he's doing like such well, a drastic he, change? Well, it's it's. Uh, he said he always wanted to do this. This is something he's always. Yeah, wanted. he wanted he to make an RPG. Why wait seven games? <laughs> why not? That's, like, that's the funny thing. It's like why wait seven games? Because like he has so many chances to do it, but um, but this is always what he wanted to do, and <coughs> because he he said it himself, he said he's always had a, a strong strong love for RPG games. Okay. And this is something he always wanted to do. He always, and like he even said, it's like he, when he was a kid, he always wanted to work on a Dragon Quest game when he was a kid. <laughs> and even in this game, the main character of this game has a hard obsession with Dragon Quest games. Yes, they were able to finally say yeah. Dragon Quest. They're yeah. saying Dragon Quest in a Sega game, which is really cool. What's so, even funnier? Am it's, I... it's great. Well, technically, it's a Dragon Quest game. He has a dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's the kind of thing. That's the kind of thing. It's really weird about the way that the localization for the title because so, um, 
the original Yakuza, se- Yakuza series was called Like a Dragon. It was it was yeah. called Re- it's called Ryuga Kotoko. Yeah. It was called Like a Dragon. That was the name of the original Yakuza series. Yakuza Seven in Japan is just called Yakuza Seven. In America, Yakuza Seven is called Like a Dragon. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, so I'm like, I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm listening to the time, like, wait, but that's that's. See, that's, <laughs> that's the Sega I remember. That's Sega. That's the Sega I remember. I missed that Sega. That's, that's Sega, Sega right of Japan, there. not America. That makes us. I missed that Sega. That was the Sega that gave us Shinobi mm-hmm. uh, when they came out on PS2 back in the day. Oh, God. Kinochi, yeah. And they brought back Jet Set. Like, each, yeah. each console had like their own exclusive games. They all had their own exclusive games, games yeah. Like, Xbox had Gun Valkyrie and Jet Set Radio. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then, uh,. PlayStation, we got um, the Shinobi games. We have Shinobi and Nightshade. Or <coughs> Shinobi and Nightshade, the Gungrave franchise. Yeah. Um, and then Nintendo. Are we getting a new Gungrave game we, now? Technically, we technically we yeah. are. Yeah, it's, an, it's, a, um, it's, a, it's a VR version of the original game. What did, oh, yeah, Nintendo got like Super Monkey Ball and yeah. Sega Soccer Slam. Yes, that's right, yeah. Sega Soccer oh, Slam. And, uh, oh, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Billy Hatcher. Billy Hatcher. Yeah, Billy Hatcher. Yeah, Billy Hatcher. And yeah. Kona. No, that was also PlayStation. Was it? Yeah, it was also PlayStation. But that, was Kona, that was uh, Konami. That was Namco, yeah. That was Namco, yeah. Zega just <laughs> Sega eventually got the race distributed. That's what it was. Yeah. I think that's why. Yeah. Um, but Gungrave is now back in like the companies since separated from yeah. Sega, so now the Gungrave's back on, on their own. Yeah. They have Gungrave VR that dropped uh, sometime a couple of weeks ago. A couple of months yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a new Gungrave game coming out. Nice. Uh, called Gungrave Gore. Nice. And that I don't know when that's coming out, but it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Uh, one of the best things that I love about Halloween is how all, like, some of the major live services games... Live always, services! Always try to do, like, their... Just call them MMOs! But no, they're live services. Live services. <laughs> or any, uh, a lot of games try to do, like, Halloween-themed events, and it's always cool when they do it. Uh, but Nintendo has to up the ante and actually release... A full game. A full-fledged game a full-fledged on Halloween. Game on so Halloween. Luigi Mansion's out. We highly recommend it. The game is super fun. It's a lot of fun, yeah. Uh, and if you have a Nintendo Switch, you should be playing Luigi's Mansion 3. Yes, Speaking of, did, did you see the, the recent report about Nintendo Switch sales? <laughs> They're up 50%. Yes. Like... <laughs> I, I'm not surprised, considering... It prints yeah, money again! It prints money again. Like <laughs> I said, like, this, the Nintendo Switch Mini was going to print money. So it's written even more money. It's the Switch Lite. That's yeah, that Switch, that Switch Lite really printed more money. It's actually the original Switch that's selling more. <laughs> but not just uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, Destiny this week had yes. the Festival of Lost. Festival of uh, Lost starts this week. Which we get to shoot stuff and get candy. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. That's always fun. That's always yeah. fun. Um, but I like, what I've been liking, though, is the overarching... Oh, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even touching Festival of Lost. You know what it is? You know what it, I'm loving? I'm oh, loving... The Altar of Sorrow? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they're saying, hey, you liked what we did on Mars? We're gonna do it on the moon, but better. <laughs> yeah. What I liked about the Altar of Sorrows was it was never mentioned in any of their. No. Is it, here's the weird thing about the Altar of Sorrows. So, I was just I was like, okay, time for my weekly stuff. Let me go to Eris Moore and get my stuff. And then it says like, oh, go to Altar of Sorrows. I'm like, frick is the yeah. altar. So then it says go to the altar on the moon. I'm like, frick is the altar on the moon. And so I go to the moon. It says make sure you go 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 to go up north. I'm like, okay, let me go there. And then it says Altar of Sorrows active. I'm like, d- d- what? And so basically, Altar of Sorrows is, is basically, it takes a point of all those altars you saw on that area of the moon that you would see that random nightmares would just spawn right. in them. Yep. This, they now have a purpose. Out of nowhere, they are now yeah. serving a huge purpose where... So, 
Oh my gosh! It's, it's a really fun event. Uh, it's obviously very hard for anyone who's under. Oh my gosh, it's super um, hard. It's an end game event. Uh, <coughs> they basically kept secret all this time. Yeah. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. Uh, it was something that I was able to do on stream last time while I did the. the super difficult too. But they tied that into the new dungeon that dropped yes. the yeah. of Heresy, mm -hmm. uh, which is another end game event that is in Shadow Keep and. I've used Endgame more times on this DLC. There's no Endgame in the DLC. There is no Endgame in this DLC at all. It is the Endgame. But it doesn't even feel like it, though. But it, There's it's more. All, it's all high-level stuff. Though. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's but like, there is no Endgame. It doesn't even feel like it, though. It's forever game. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it, though. So, what I like about Ultra Star is, like, I'm, like, power 933 right now. Uh, and with my Warlock, at least. Yeah, and I'm at 933 right now, and I'm running through Ultra Star, and I got it all the way up to the pretty much... Um, I was able to get all the way through until like the very last, till like when we had to fight the when nightmare. Fight the nightmare fall yeah, yeah, that was how I. That's how far I got, and it's like I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, this is actually, like it was. I was sweeping down. I was mowing down guys left and right all the way up until the very end. And it's like okay, I'm feeling no, like, no, no, no progression of difficulty as I go through it. Then it's the last. One. I'm like, oh, okay, now, now I see. Now I see. Uh, one of the things I want to do is uh, I was able, I, I went with. Uh, some of my fellow core guardians mm. into the dungeon. Um, we were able to get to the last wall. It took us like four hours Oof. to grind through the dungeon because the dungeon uh, it was a 960 event. Mm -hmm. The recent update actually lowered the power levels now to 940. Okay. Uh, so yeah. we went into a 960 event at like 930s. Uh, Fusion is like 940 right now. Mm -hmm. um, and we were able to hold our own and go through. You know, it's just figuring out the mechanics for all of the encounters and stuff right. like that. Although when we got to the last boss, that was just that was the the head against the wall. Like, yeah. Oh, what do we do? Yeah, that's what uh, it, that's what it's been feeling like with a lot of people. I've been reading I've been reading a lot of stuff online, a lot of Twitter, a lot of Twitter posts, a lot of watching watching YouTube videos, and they're saying, yeah, uh, it's that last boss. You know, you are officially too low of level when you get to that last boss. Yep. And they let you know. Um, but yeah, like Destiny Two, like out of left field with that Altar of Sorrows, like legit out of left field. No one saw it coming at all. They didn't. They, 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 they didn't. Still haunted. They didn't say that they were doing it. No, they, they didn't. Always thought that you know they're gonna have Festival of the Lost. They're gonna have a new dungeon. They mm -hmm. didn't say anything about another end game event or anything. They didn't so say anything about this who public knows event. If there's any more secrets as we continue like, who throughout knows? Who knows the really? season of yeah. Undying before we get into the next season. Uh, which will be sometime in January. I think it's I think. January the next yeah. season starts. But oh, yeah, oh man, it was been this has been just been great. And I oh man, and I finally got my Leviathan's breath. Gosh. Yeah. Oh gosh, that that enhanced strike was rough. And it's not even like the actual strike that's the hard part. It's the actual boss fight you have to do is hard part because Everyone has enhanced armor, and so you were fighting the weapons dealer. And the weapons dealer whole like spiel is that uh, constantly there are these satellite uh, satellite lasers dropping yeah. down over the over yeah. yeah. But here's the thing about them: so like in the normal strike, the satellite lasers happen like every twenty seconds. A satellite laser drops, mm. and they're like only one satellite laser on the map. In this enhanced version. Uh, there's about a satellite laser legit every three seconds, yeah. and there's like ten or so on the map at the same time. Oh, and on top it of it, the uh, the the weapons dealer has enhanced armor, and everyone else on the map has enhanced armor, and they hit harder. So yep. 
is pretty much a matter of like, okay, did someone die? Cool. Don't die. Don't try to revive him. Just run around <laughs> until this guy can respawn himself. Because we are not... Because, like, the whole point of this is you cannot stop moving. No, and that's yeah. what makes it even more difficult. Because the you can easily... You stop, you can easily yeah, you can easily shoot down, like, mow down, like, all the spawns. But... Because they're easy. They're they're easy to yeah. shoot down. But it's the fact is that you have to keep moving. You can't stop moving. You're constantly moving. Because if you stop moving, you get hit with a laser. Or if you stop moving, you get hit by the war by the weapons dealer's sniper rifle. Right. So you constantly have to keep moving. You like you wanted to shoot with your boat? No. You wanted to hold down in like a, with your auto rifle? No. You have to constantly keep moving. So it's That's always why. best like to have like either a shotgun or a hand cannon because yeah. you need something just to run up, blast, and then blast just keep on moving. What helps? Oh yeah, it I is. I always keep going yeah. back to this gun because I, I think it is actually the most broken gun so far in the game. Um, what's it called? Uh, solar... Sunshot? Oh, the Sunshot, sunshot. yeah. It's... They because actually if you nerf... Get a, yeah. If you get a... Uh, if you're at a close enough range, it will just explode. It's... With the, a one-shot, so... The, the Sunshot, <laughs> I think they nerfed it a bit? They... I think? They actually gave it a buff. That's yeah. what it was, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, but yeah, that... that this it was, my favorite. It was honestly one of, like, the... My friend needs best to be because of that bat yeah. can't strike. It, I was watching yeah. him, and then all you hear... Because... They made it all the way through, and then all four of them got wiped. Yeah. He was so angry about it. He has one of those light, those new light mm -hmm. weight mice that have, like, the weird cross pattern right. on them with the holes and everything. I just hear him slam his mouse, and he goes, crap. Yeah. Like, what it's, happened? It's, like, I it's, cracked my mouse in half. That, like, that, I will say this, so, like, every time I was logging in to do this strike, I would always end up right at the last boss fight yeah that's how difficult the strike is because if you just sign up to do the strike you, you there's like pretty much a 10 percent chance you'll actually do the full strike yeah. that's how frustrating that strike is but oh man but watching but hearing yeah. him crack his mouth gave me such yeah it is it was such <laughs> yes because i'm like you paid how much for a mouse that has less plastic than was, mine <laughs> It's been quite the fun time for Halloween and gaming this week. Um, but let's talk about some news, though. We're gonna talk about some uh, some frightening news. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's frightening. Maybe it's a uh, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I guess it is a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Uh, so if you remember previous episodes, we've been following that whole legal drama with Echo Fox, right? Uh, between um, Rick Fox and the shareholders, the shareholders, and all this nonsense. Um, it's finally all been settled. All lawsuits have been settled out of court. Uh, the terms of the settlement ha are confidential, but co-founder and frontman of Echo Fox, Rick Fox himself, is parting ways with the company. Uh, he'll be leaving the company uh, because of the allegations of racial slurs uh, that happened to him earlier. Uh, and he's going to be creating a new esports uh, venture with uh, his old partner, Jace Hall. They're going to be launching a new team and gaming organization. Will he get Sonic Fox out of this? Does he get Sonic Fox out of the divorce? Yeah, that's that's, that's all I care. I, I really yeah, no, that's that's a, no that's a good question because. Um, Sonic Fox and Rick Fox were like that, you know, and I really wonder, um, 
what will happen next for Sonic Fox. I really worry about them because uh, like they were doing so great with Team Echo Fox and under Rick Fox's care, and I want to know what, what where he's where they're gonna go oh, after so this. Like, we, we saw it as them doing great, but uh, they themselves said there were issues with them. Yeah. Um, but you know they set, they settled their their beef essentially. It's because you have that open. What? Freeze? It's slowing down. <laughs> it's an old baby. It won't, it, won't let me, it won't let me scroll fast enough. <laughs> it's an old baby. You can't push it. That's what she said. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see him on Dark Knight next week. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, like that Echo Fox drama has been really, really fine. Yeah, that's been really tiny. That just yeah. goes to show you how crazy legal stuff can be. Yeah. Can be when yeah. it comes to video games. Yeah, really. Um, but he's making a new team. I mean, hey, I mean, look, if he's making a new team, he's doing, he's continuing doing what he wants to do. So, I mean, in the end, it works out for him. Good for him. Yeah. You know? It sucks that like, you hate to see that happen because Echo Fox was such a prominent team. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's, it's weird because in League, they were an okay team. In Fighters, they were a bit well more well-known. Yeah. But the team never really... They didn't do much. They didn't do outside much. Of, outside of what Sonic, Sonic Fox was doing, yeah. they really didn't do much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But the other issue is like, you know, it's all the money stuff in esports. Yeah, that's really what it is hilarious. at the end of the day. Yeah. It's, it's really weird to see like so many people jumping into esports. Uh, but it's not. It's not like a big money thing. Like, uh, like there's money in esports, but it's not like oil. <laughs> no, let me rephrase that. No, it is the new oil. Because there are people who are throwing around so much money with no real. Turn if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, a lot of the players are just like, okay, well, this opportunity is here. We're gonna use it. Use it. Make mm -hmm. as much money as we can while it's available. Yeah. And then bounce. Like yeah. teams don't really make that much money. Players still like talent. Recently, the whole Twitter drama on an e esports Twitter has been talent not being paid three, five, six months yeah. after an event. From TOs and TOs coming out saying, "Hey, we don't actually make that much money off of physical events." And at the yeah. same time, it gets like a lot of people are just waiting for that bubble to burst. But I don't, it's not going to happen anytime no, soon. No, I, I think it is. I, I think what's going to—it's going to burst in the same way, and it's going to be bailed out in the same way as our next topic of WeWork. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> so this is literally news that dropped. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but was more reported on today. It was more reported on today. So, if you're familiar with WeWork, which is a, uh, a, a co-working company. Yeah, it's a, it's a co-working company. And the largest commercial real estate holder in New York City, Chicago, and Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. This is a real estate company. I just want. I want to. I want to. This is a real estate company. Uh, who last week just accepted a $9.5 billion bailout from SoftBank Group. Which recently bought them. Which also bought them. <laughs> they are now looking to jump into professional gaming called Play by Wii, or is it Wii Play or Play by Wii? Play by Wii. There's been so many names about it. It's, it's, 
I have so many issues with WeWork. <laughs> I mean, the fact is, like, I, I don't know how, how much faith I can put into a company that just got out of bankruptcy. They're not, no, they never went into bankruptcy. They prevented it, yeah. They, they prevented the they bank. prevented they bankruptcy. The buyout, yeah, so. they took their buyout. No, okay, so let me explain what happened with WeWork. It's actually even worse than bankrupt. Bankruptcy actually would have been better, to be quite honest with you. WeWork flat out said, hey, we have no money. How does a company's business plan be, we rent, say you own a building. Hey, I'm going to rent 10 floors of your building, right? It's like, okay, I'm paying you rent. Hmm, how do I make money? I charge people to rent space for me, <coughs> right? This is starting to sound like a Ponzi scheme. Yes. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> it kind of basically is a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, WeWork is basically a, an office co-working Ponzi scheme. It pretty much is. So... <laughs> That's what's going on. When they finally started showing off their financials for the IPO release, this is to go public. Their overhead, just in food alone, was $400 million a month. Hmm. I, that's a video game's... That's a video game developer's, like... Budget. Yeah. Year. That's, like, what they make in a year if you're, like, Nintendo. Yeah, it's it's. You go through that in a month in food alone. Yo, New Yorkers are hungry. <laughs> I mean, they are. I, I, I but can, it's all I like free beer and free like it's that. It's all they don't make money off it. They just buy it, stock it there, and everyone gets that for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, there was a, a few now expired job listings for content and experience managers. Uh, for a this project that was based in New York, um, <laughs> this play by we endeavor is gonna is said to be an entertainment services brand focused on professional gaming and esports, as well as hosting various tournaments and contests. Uh, it's supposed to give like an even bigger real estate footprint for WeWork. They WeWork plans to rent out office space and provide facilities for video gaming competitions and events. How they plan to do this? I have no idea. I don't know. <clears throat> How do they plan to make money? That's my question. That's, like it, it, like that, that. That's like you're a company. How do you it, make it, money? It doesn't seem like any way that this is know. like a. I don't, all I, I mean, know is that the creator of WeWork got paid off three billion dollars to literally go f off somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the the thing is, you know, competitive gaming is an industry that has rapidly grown. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it has been. <laughs> it's all it's, scaffolding, though, right now. Yeah, like, there's I think no, it's, still, like, it's currently worth, like, a billion dollars. There's no it's foundation, said, though. It's said to be worth almost two billion by 2022, but this is just, like, the bubble. But there's no foundation! And bigger. And as Gino has said, there's really no foundation for this. Like, all this money is just being thrown at esports, and nobody knows what to do with it. Yeah. Like, oh. Except host <laughs> tournaments. <laughs> that's only that's the only thing they know what to do. Either, like, either to host tournaments, or provide or, or provide like platforms to broadcast these tournaments on. Like, and that's uh, it. They don't put money to help, like the esports talent doesn't I, really get paid that well. Yeah, it's they um, don't, oh player, Some players don't get paid that well, but even then, like let, let's look at it like from Activision. This is my this is the example that I love. Activision needed to buy Blizzard to save Blizzard. Right. But by buying Blizzard, they doomed themselves. Right. And here's the reason why. 
Overwatch as an esport is weird. The teams get no merchandising opportunity. It mm. all has to go through Blizzard. They just did the Call of Duty League. The first year will be on PlayStation. The second year is moving to PC. All established teams from Call of Duty and Overwatch League, Wait, they cannot well, I mean, exist anymore. I can't run a tournament without having a team sign off of it for Overwatch if it's over $100. I need a broadcasting license by Overwatch League. That costs a million dollars. Money! Yeah, it's, it's a just team it's slot for money. Yeah, a <laughs> team slot for to buy into Overwatch League started at $25 million. Season 2 teams paid up to $60 million for a team slot. That's money that just goes into Activision's pocket. Yeah, it's, And Activision gets a chance to, to refund. They don't even refund it. They're like, no, we can kick you out of the league. Yeah. We don't like you. Yeah. It's the whole thing, and, and the reason why I'm bringing up Activision is like Activision is the only one that I feel like is actually going to cause. It, it's the most front-facing one right now. Yeah. It's the one that's betting on this. Hey, <sighs> let's sell physical tickets for weekly games in arenas that mm -hmm. don't really exist. Yeah, and that's the problem with the WeWork thing. Is like they're making they want to host these tournaments, but where are you going to host them at? Where? where? In offices. And your WeWorks. And it's, <laughs> we, and thing is, problem thing is, WeWorks aren't made for things like this. They're not. They, they are office spaces. They're yeah. just these, like, empty spaces of this floor That's wide. They They're going to turn yeah. around. They're going to put, like, all these seats with, like, computers and monitors. Yes. And be like, here you and go. Free and free beer. It, it, the, the, those spaces aren't made for that. And... Gosh, yeah, it's not gonna end well. There's a brand new WeWork that during this whole exposition of WeWork, there's a brand new one that's been opening up, and I've been watching them just set it up. And I'm like, this is gonna just fall in on itself at some yeah. point. It's gonna implode on itself. I'm it waiting. Is, yeah. I'm waiting for WeWork to implode on itself well, it's, it's because gross. the commercial it real is. estate market for at least like commercial real estate will actually drop. Yeah. It, it will. It, it will collapse on itself, and it's gonna be. It's gonna so, be miserable. For it, them. It's funny that you mentioned like you know. The, the streaming aspect of it all because now we're starting to see Mixer Mixer step it up a little bit more uh, in recent news uh, stream popular Twitch streamer Shroud has now jumped shit to Mixer now uh, popular okay. Destiny streamer Gothalion wait the, Gothalion jumped? yeah um, what? To Mixer. when yeah. did this happen? like literally a few days ago Wow! No, it's weird because I was I was legit just watching them like a couple of days ago. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so let me let me put it like this. Now they have Ninja, they have Shroud, and they have Gothalion. Yeah, they're covering almost all of the bases. Oh wait, that's not just it. Other people have been have been noted to be talking about it. Yeah. Doctor yeah. Disrespect has been. He has admitted that yes, they've reached out to me to have me move to mix. I'm sitting here. I'm like, I see what they're doing here. I really see what they're doing yeah, here. Yeah, this is Think wow. Think about Aaron, what did Microsoft release this week? A financing op option for their new uh, console. Oh. I expect to see a Ninja Xbox. I expect to see a Shroud <laughs> Xbox. 
I expect to see a Goth Alliance themed Xbox. I, with royalties going back to those Yeah, oh wow, yeah. Yeah, I... I <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. And uh, in terms of the whole, like, Twitch versus Mixer thing, like, which do you find better? Um, for me personally, I, I don't think there is a, a better one. It's more about, like... What do you like? What do you Yeah, like? that's pretty much what it is. Like, what I mean, your, like, personal taste is in aesthetics and in, 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 in like, user interface yeah. and accessibility. It Really, all the end of the day, it just... That's really how it really goes how you feel, yeah. Like, naturally, you know, we use Twitch, uh, but I'm on record for saying that Mixer looks really good. Yeah, it does. And this was back in its infancy. I... And now we're starting to see, like, just the amount of strength that it has. I think a lot of the biggest advantage for this is because Microsoft is paying these people to be exclusive to Mixer, it's an easier way for them to stream less focus on their families yeah yeah and still they're paid. making yeah they're making it a work-life balance yeah. and that's why it's kind of that's why kind of whenever they speak and say i they, think that is the biggest departure from yeah. something like twitch because to really make it on twitch <clears throat> you have to make it your job essentially mm -hmm. yeah yeah which is very time consuming for a lot of people who don't have the capital or the time to do that you know most of us we work regular day jobs and you know we stream because it's fun um will we ever make the move to mixer i don't know anything's possible right now we enjoy the capabilities that twitch <coughs> offers us uh i only have my playstation 4 and it can only stream See, to twitch yeah youtube yeah so that's the other thing <laughs> that's the other thing that's yeah. the other thing twitch has the opportunity to try to buy box out mixer via console streaming yes and that's where I think the real war on streaming is going to go down. It's gonna Not go, on PC, no, it's gonna go down but on the no, consoles. Because yeah. Yeah. you're going to have Mixer, which is obviously going to be on the next Xbox system. Yep. But being that we feel that the Xbox system is going to encompass this all-in-one capability, the Microsoft Scarlet is probably going to be the one system that says stream on whatever the hell you want. Yeah. That's the thing. That, that That's the thing that, that's getting me because you guys don't pay attention to Windows preview builds, right? Not really. Okay. The, the next Windows preview build, like they, they've hinted at stuff, shows for the next OS built-in streaming capability through the OS. And one of the things is like, yeah, Mixer backend. Yeah. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, I see what you're doing now. <laughs> yeah. And it's, They're about to get rid of capture cards. <laughs> yeah, that is, is pretty much, and, and that's the thing, that's uh, why whenever people say they, they, all these streamers are jumping ship, like to go to, like from Twist to Mixer, and people are saying, oh, you know, it's probably because of this. And I'm like, no, it's 10 to 1. They probably were offered an, ama an amazing deal out of it. Because did no one, uh, someone of their, of these streamers of this caliber wouldn't just leave for no reason yeah. at all. Like, no, these, they have, they do not care what service they're on. Unless they were offered something to make their lives more convenient. The other thing about Mixer, which is which is kind of nicer than um, they give you ad control. That's yes. a bit better. Yeah. The payout system is a bit better. Um, Twitch is it, they're also their guidelines make sense. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. It's like I said, they would not leave Twitch if it wasn't they were not offered something to make their lives more convenient if they went to Mixer. Plain and simple. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna make sure this part gets clipped because. I'm telling you, the next Microsoft system is going to have 
that multi-streaming capability. Oh, yeah. yeah no, yeah. no, yeah. It's gonna have it. Yeah. Will Sony do that? Who I knows? think with the PlayStation 5, yeah, that's gonna be the one system that Twitch is gonna go, here's money. Use us only. Yeah. yeah. I know this was, that, that is And that actually happen. might hurt them and in the long run. Yeah, gonna, it's going to hurt them. That's going to hurt, hurt them. The Every, because around. everyone's sitting here laughing. It's like, oh, yeah, it's Twitch and Mixer, but there are other people who are like, but there's also YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. The PlayStation 4, you can currently do either Twitch, Twitch or YouTube. And it used to be, it used to be Twitch, YouTube, YouTube or Facebook, Facebook, but then they got rid of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that was probably a money thing. It probably was. No, it had to be. Totally had uh, been. No, it was a security thing because Sony already has two strikes against it. And Facebook has been proven time and time again to not be secure. You all remember the PSN? Oh yeah, that debacle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they want to sit in court again. <laughs> oh, they don't. Have to go once, yeah. <laughs> like in all honesty, it's like no. You yeah, know, they that, don't want that, to. That's toxic. Wanna, they don't want to go through that again. No. Probably not. Um, yeah. The other thing that's interesting, though, is that there's been a lot of criticism about it. About um, it? some yeah. about people leaving for Mixer, but also this idea is like. Oh, but you don't have to work. It's a passion project. How dare you talk bad about my passion? And it's like, that's not what we're talking about. No. You can be passionate. And this is coming from me, who owns a business. You can also work yourself into the ground. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can literally work yourself into the ground. Burnout is real. Burnout is totally real. I know that very well. Burnout is very real. And speaking of burning down stuff. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's talk about the elephant in the room. That's gonna you know be what? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go with nope. what Jim Sterling said. It is not deadbeat Bethesda. It's not deadbeat. It's not deadbeat Bethesda anymore. It's now obsolete Bethesda. <laughs> nope. That's not what even I'm calling my opinion. That. That's wrong. No, no, they're obsolete. No, I call. No, I no, I'm calling them obsolete because you know why they're obsolete? Because with the recent launch of Outer Worlds, yeah, they did what they should have done a long time ago. Oh, they yeah. replaced yeah. them in every and thing is you have all right so with Fallout when Fallout 76 yeah. came out they promised us all of these things in this game mm -hmm. they promised us this and that in the game and we didn't get it and it was a rust game full of glitches full of problems and then they thought they could appease the masses by making of making a free for all game in it and cuz that's totally that, what that, we that, wanted that that uh, um, battle royale version yeah. is actually kind of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I like it's just it was just it was something that was just <laughs> a piece of masses. But then Outer Worlds came out, and everyone's like, "Why didn't we get this?" So for you know? those of you who don't know, the Outer Worlds, which is available everywhere practically, yeah, um, except on Steam. Except on Steam, but it doesn't matter because if you have Xbox Games Pass, yeah. Oh my! For two months. It, <laughs> I, have, I have played Gears of War Five, and now the Outer Worlds for two whole dollars. It makes no oh, look at this! Him shilling a Microsoft product. <laughs> it makes no sense. PlayStation, why have you not? I just I don't get it. It does not <laughs> make sense. dollars for two sixty. It does not make sense. I've saved a hundred and eighteen dollars. It does not make sense. Thanks to the Michael Club Games app. It does not make any sense at all that they're doing. Wait, this. that also has their entire backlog too. Yes. <laughs> so you technically saved more. Mm -hmm. You just made a lot of money. So the thing about the Outer Worlds, the Outer Worlds was made by the original developers of the Fallout franchise. The original, and the I'm original. not. I'm talking. I'm talking about We're like talking about the old Fallout top one. And two. And yeah. New Vegas, because New Vegas was made by them all. Yes. Uh, so, Outer Worlds is an amazing game, by the way. Uh, review coming soon. 
We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to give you an idea of what but Bethesda has done with Fallout. Wait, before, since before you get into this, I want to, because it's not obsolete. It's Boomer Bethesda. <laughs> Prove me wrong. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It, it's just because, like, it's pretty much they just hit this point. Because, like, Bethesda has um, hit this point where it's all like, these kids, don't they want this? No, Why no. are the kids playing this? And it's like, um, no, no, it's this. Are, 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 is, are, is gaming wrong or are we out of touch? No, it's the gamers. They're wrong. Yeah. yeah. We're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it, we're the ones who like saving $118 on Games Pass. Which, by the way, if you want to check out an awesome article written by... Vinnie Mac in the chat of himself. <laughs> uh, he has an article talking about the PS Now and Xbox Games Pass and basically what they've mm-hmm. offered. That's available right now to read for free. So, so pretty much, when Beth- Bethesda is <laughs> officially become either. like a thing of the past. Like, and I feel like they they cannot come back from this at all. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be very hard for them to come back from something. Listen, and now, Skyrim Six better my- like. Yes, I'll get Skyrim 6. When? Never! We'll, we'll have to actually, you know, But here's, no, but here's the problem, but here's the problem, though. And it goes, and it goes back to what the Outer World did. By the time Bethesda comes out with a new Skyrim game, mm-hmm. someone else will make we'll a better Skyrim. Better. We'll yeah. make a ten times better version of Skyrim. That Lord Fable was until it went down its... No, that's, no, you're right. That's <laughs> I know, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not even joking around. Yeah. No, no, legit. That's what Fable was. And, and guess what? And that's what The Witcher was, too. Yeah! And that's what The Witcher was, say, too. Was like, there already has been yeah. a better story. And oh, it's wait. called The Witcher 3. Wait. Then Cyberpunk. And then Cyberpunk. That's the thing. Bethesda wants to do all these amazing new things with their IPs, but they're taking too long or they're just messing it up in the process. And you have all these other companies coming around saying, no, well, I mean, we, you we know can who totally owns them, do weather. Right? We can always totally yeah. do better. Well, yes, but you know who's on the board, right? Who? David Koch. Yeah, of course. That, of course it makes sense. That's the, why I would say Boomer. Yeah. But that's the thing is, it's more the fact is that this is the fact is that Bethesda has mm. officially become an obsolete product. Yeah. No, yeah, Because yeah. they, you had, they're just trying, they're, they're putting out these games that are just not good. And they say, oh, we're the only people who make games like this, but then now, uh, mm-hmm. now Obsidian uh, came out and says like, oh no, we, we can, can do, do it too. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna have other companies pretty much doing the same thing as Obsidian. They're literally gonna have yeah. to survive on the id software suite. That's pretty much, that's pretty much it. <laughs> no, that's pretty much it. They're gonna survive the id software suite and pretty much hopefully when Doom finally comes out. Yeah. yeah. So just going back on what they've done that's just literally pissed off everybody. But it caused uh, class warfare. So you had Fallout 76, uh, which was a a thing that came out. <laughs> a 75% done game. It was a 75% done game. I mean, better than 2K with this. Better 25. than WWE 2K20. Ooh, at least thing. Fallout was yeah, at least kind of workable. Kind of playable. Like <laughs> when it launched. Yeah. Um, despite being a full-priced game uh, with microtransactions, they have now announced a premium subscription service for $100 a year. Because now officially, live. Because it's a live service. Service. This is how you not. This is how to not destiny. So basically, what they're not doing. Not even Ubisoft messed this up. Like, it, I, <laughs> I, 
don't even think Activision is this greedy. No, they're not. Like, and the true boss originally was Tess Eververse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is just super utter contempt. This is this is just content for this, gamers. They just don't care, right? But seventy six was horrible. At but all. have you seen the great social experiment that came out of it? No. So, players who don't have it, um, their names are standard. Players who do have it get a little marking next to their name, showing that there's they're a Fallout first person. It's like a little one, right? It's a little badge next to your name. Okay. <laughs> they're getting griefed, left, right, and centered by the main player base, people who don't have it. It's just so on the subreddit. They've decided to make a gated community that is only for the first, for people who have the program. Yeah, it's They just, have literally made Class Warfare. It's absolutely yeah. great. Yeah, it's... And just to further, like, more salt in the wound, when people wanted, uh, there was that special edition bag that came out with... Yeah, that was... Oh, oh, you mean the asbestos bag? Yes. That was supposed <laughs> to be a vinyl bag, but it wasn't. So... The helmet... The helmet that had asbestos to cause cancer, the bag that was vinyl, but some people got cloth. Um, so one of the things that happened was if you submitted your ticket for this complaint, uh, Bethesda unintentionally doxed you. Yep. So people would log into their account and found out that they would get the support tickets of random other individuals, um, which basically meant your canvas bag, your address, and your email had just been leaked to like people you didn't even know. Yep. Yep. It's been really bad for Vanessa this year. Mm-hmm. Don't they have that space Skyrim game also being developed? Yeah. They're working on it. They're working on point. it, yeah. Um, guess what guess what? And this was coming out, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's coming out. No, um, no, we have no man's sky for that now. Yeah. No. Uh, but that's just messing up. Yeah, but this is making it, it up. It's really bad because it's a developer that we kinda liked. No, yeah, we legit kind of liked them. There, yeah, we kind of liked them. You know, like, they've made some really... They had some good they memes. They put out some good games. Yeah, they put they out put some, out some, some good memes. You have stuff like uh, Dishonored, you have uh, The Evil Within, mm -hmm. which you have are made Skyrim. by other studios, but, like, they're published by Bethesda. Yeah. You have Skyrim on the Alexa. They have the Alexa. software suite, so, you know, they have access to Quake, they have access to Doom, mm -hmm. they have access to Wolfenstein. And Wolfenstein 1 and 2 were really good. 3, not so good. Yeah. Um, I heard the DLC for 3 was better. Like, the DLC fixed a lot of the issues. But it's not the issues. It's not the, it's, the, it's not the issues, though. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Deadbeat Bethesdad has basically fallen off the wagon. He's being dragged out on mm -hmm. a car while passed out on a truck right now. And we're, we're hoping somebody saves him. And that somebody's probably going to be Doom Eternal. Yeah. It's... <laughs> it's I don't know, it's going up against a really big juggernaut. It's going up against Animal Crossing. The duality of man. The duality of man. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, it just does not make sense that a company like Bethesda is just doing this at this point, you know? It does not make sense. And, it makes perfect sense. You know, and, and like I said, it, it the company... They better shape up. They yeah. legit need to shape up because there are people out there in the wings going, we know we can do better than you. And the only reason why we are not putting out these games 
because we don't have a chip on our shoulders over you. Obsidian had a huge <laughs> chip on their shoulder. They had a big chip on their shoulder. It was like a taco and a and burrito size. And they were way big. And thing is, yeah. And thing is, like, but and Obsidian Studios was waiting for this moment. Well, they were they were watching Fallout seventy six. They were like, okay, let's see what this and they were game... making this game while they were watching yeah. Fallout. Yeah, and they were watching Fallout seventy six, and they're going, okay, let's see what this game does. Yeah, let's see what happens. And as soon as they saw like it just fill, let's right, they said, do it, and they hit the button, <laughs> they hit the button. and they released do the trailer, <laughs> and out of where, and the trailer alone was petty to the highest degree of pettiness. You know, it was perfect. It was perfect. Um, oh my god! So, yeah, so like we've played. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're playing it now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Outer Worlds is is fun. Uh, I'm currently working on that review while also working on several other reviews, namely what will drop tomorrow <laughs> because the embargo lifts. Mm -hmm. is the it review does. Yeah. Of Death Stranding, which um, I get to say it. Gino, take note. I get to say it. <laughs> I was right. He's too damn expensive. He's, yeah. <laughs> He's too uh, damn so expensive. The game was supposed to be a PlayStation Four exclusive, mm -hmm, but <laughs> he said it's. It, here's the thing is though, it never came from the mouth. Yeah, it was no. just assumed that it's it was gonna be assumed, only on yeah. PS4. It was yeah. So there was never it was a, was a It's a Sony published game. But, uh, but the game is also coming to PC. But here's the thing is, Kojima said it himself way, way, way before yes. that yeah. he wanted to release this on PC, and. Sony, they said, oh no, this is going to be Sony exclusive. So when when Kojima said it's going to be released on PC, I'm sitting here like, no, it's going to be released on PC. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be released on PC. There's no reason for There's it no reason to not to be released on PC. Yeah. Right. But, um, but it's but also, we but... Conan O'Brien. But no, it, <laughs> it was once until we saw all of these guest stars in it. <laughs> all of these cameos, and I'm sitting here like, no, this is gonna be on PC because <laughs> they need to, they need to pay. They need to pay everyone. They need to pay for all these and people. And people forget, Sony's not the most money rich company right now. No, they not aren't. Really. And here's the thing: is, and the problem with this game is, is if this game bombs, bombed. If this game bombs, I, I don't think it will. I don't think but it will. If but this game bombs, oh my gosh, that's this, a, this is a bad sign for Sony. It's a hit to the wallet if this game bombs. I don't think the game's gonna bomb. No, it's not. I don't so, think it's gonna so, bomb. Totally I isn't. think the only thing that's probably gonna happen when this game launches... No one's gonna understand it. People aren't gonna understand it. And therefore will say that it's a bad and game. say that it's a bad game, mm -hmm. not really getting what the game is about. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are expecting the next Metal Gear, and that's... No, the no. it's not. No, 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 it's not. It's not. It's this not. is a completely no. different game. And I, it's that's what makes me fear. And I'm not saying bomb in terms of, oh, the game itself is bad. Yeah. It's gonna be. I, I really do believe this, and I hate to say it, but this is gonna be the room, the game. I feel like. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. No, I don't, I don't think it's gonna no, be that like, bad. No, I think people aren't. It's going to have its cult following years later. That's what I mean. Well, no, what I think it's. I think it's more like this is not gonna have a cult following years later. It's gonna have a fall. It's gonna be the game is gonna be amazing now because, mind you, kind of circle back. I'll circle back on this, but you gotta understand this. Metal Gear Solid also had the same thing. No, yeah, that's no true. No one, no one, and I will stand on this mountain and say this, no one cared about Metal Gear until Metal Gear Solid came out. Gina, put your hand down, because I know you're a very niche market anyway. Put your <laughs> hand down. But I was about to get you to like, put your hand up. Well, the reason I didn't put my hand up is because I only, like, when I, when I got my PlayStation, right, 
it was because of Final Fantasy VII. Yes. You know, and I tell the story all the time how, like, I came home from school, my brother's like, dude, you gotta see this movie. It's freaking amazing. It's got this dude on a motorcycle, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't I, I would have heard about this. So one, it comes on TV. He's like, Ken, the movie's on again. So I run into the living room, and then, you know, they're showing the, the classic CD mm -hmm. trail. I'm like, this yeah. looks really good. And then it said Final Fantasy VII. I was like, wait, what? And it was like, not coming to a theater near you. So Final Fantasy VII was the game that I was like, Ma, I gotta have a PlayStation. Like, I need Final right. Fantasy VII. There's just no ands or buts. And I remember she came home one time, and it was probably around my birthday. And she was like, oh, I got you a couple of new games. And she was like, you know, I went to the clerk because I was like, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a teenager. Like, I don't go, I read yeah, video game yeah. magazines here and there. Um, and she's like, I got you these new games because I know you want more games for your PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And on the same day, I got Legacy of Kane and Metal Gear Solid. The first one I picked up was Metal Gear Solid because I was like, why does this look familiar? It's and I was like, wait, I have, and I look back at my NES and I'm like, yeah, that's the same game. Yeah. Is this the same thing? Yeah. yeah. And then you open up the Metal Gear Solid package and the instruction book is like, yeah, it's all these games. I'm like... Exactly. Puts disc in and continues to play... And that's the thing. It, <laughs> and that's the thing. So, and that is my thing. Why, that's why I say this, is that... Like Metal, Metal Gear Solid is a game that put that series yeah, in the map. Exactly. No yeah. one cared about the Metal Gear games until Metal Gear Solid. Yes, there were people who played the games. Yeah. But no one cared about it to the level that it is now, back then. Like, no one did. Everyone viewed Metal Gear, the Metal Gear games, as just another Nintendo game. Yes. It was up there with Double Dragon. It was up there with games like River City Ransom. It was just another Nintendo game. So, but it wasn't until Metal Gear Solid came out, everyone was like, Oh, these Nintendo games. Yeah. That's what it was. So, like, Metal Gear Solid was very unique for me because it was one of the first games that made me realize what type of gamer I was growing into. You know, this gamer that appreciated cinematic storytelling. Yeah. And, you know, plot within plot, metaphorical content, yes. stuff like that. And Hideo Kojima is just a masterclass. And mind you, and Kojima, I didn't know who he was until yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. So, it wasn't until Metal Gear Solid where I was like, who is this guy? What else has he worked on? I'm like, I've played that. I've played Police Exactly. Month. I've played Snatcher. Yeah. I, you know, I bought Batai just because his name was attached to it. Because the thing is, <laughs> no one, that's what I'm saying is, and, I, and I'm and i probably going to get so much crap for this, but no one cared about Kojima until Metal Gear Solid. Of course. No, no one cared about Kojima until no, yeah, Metal Gear Solid. No one did. Yeah. And I will, and if someone comes to me and says, oh, I cared about Kojima before Metal Gear I'm going to say, really, did you? Did you care about Koji before Metal Gear Solid? I will say. Gino, put your hand down. No, no, I know no, you're the no, only no, one. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also because I have weird tastes. Yeah. But remember, my favorite, my favorite Kojima game is not the Metal Gear series. No, yeah, and that's the same thing for me. You know. <laughs> that's you know what it is. Xeno Saga. That's not. That's not, uh, that's not Kojima though. Wait, no, it's Zona, uh, Zona the Enders. Yeah, that's the thing is, I it's like, for me, it was, I love Lunar Nights. That's like one of my favorite Kojima games. Lunar Nights is such a solid Kojima game. But that's the thing, here's the thing is though, that's what I'm saying is, no one, that's what I'm saying is, no one will, no one cared about Kojima until Metal Gear Solid. Actually, yeah. a lot of people just think that he just worked on Metal Gear exactly. Solid. Exactly. Which is really, I'm like, yeah. no, he has other games! He, he has other games. But go play Snatcher! So the, so going, the, the largest repertoire of his library is the entire yeah, Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Solid so going but. back to now, going back to talking about Death Stranding, and that's what has me super worried about Death Stranding, is because people will buy Death Stranding for the name Kojima alone. 
And then they play it because, like you said, they're thinking it's going to be the next Metal Gear game. But and then it is very much not the next Metal Gear no. game, and and, I, I, and you're gonna have. That's why I'm saying when it releases on PC, it will actually make the no, money. No, yes, yeah. and I really think it, that's what I really think will happen. But I, that's why I feel really bad because you're gonna have, and I hate to use this term, the Chad PlayStation gamers. They're gonna play this game, and they're thinking, "Oh, where's my Metal Gear Solid kind of games in this? I thought this is what I was where's getting." Where's my TV within you know, TV? They're yeah. not going to get that, no. and they're gonna trash <laughs> this game. But then you have people who are going to play the game, and they're like, "This is a pretty cool story. This is a pretty cool gameplay." And they're going to be out. And they're going to be. They're going to be outweighed by Chad PlayStation Gamer, yeah. and that has me super oh, worried about. You mean what it. happened with with uh, Killer Seven? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect example. Yes. But if you want a mostly unbiased opinion on Death Stranding, <laughs> I, I mean, I am kind of biased. I'm a huge Hideo Kojima fan. Since Metal Gear Solid, and I played literally everything he has put his name onto or his team has been attached to, uh, including Castlevania: Lords of Shadow. By the way, God, that most, game is so good. Most people don't remember. Lord that game is so good. He has his name attached to that one. Yep, that he sure does. When he was going through the Konami debacle. Yeah. And they took his name off of things. Mm -hmm. um, that was like the one thing he was able to keep his name on during that whole debacle. Well, no, he was able to keep the Kojima Productions. That's right. Yes. Yeah. On yeah. Because the they're the ones who actually yeah. developed it. That's yeah. Well, it was them and Mercury Steam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Mercury Steam. Wasn't as well. As and you know what? Well, so no. thing about Lord of Shadows, it was such. You know how you knew it was a Kojima game because it was like, okay, it's Castlevania. Well, what else can we do with it? Kojima's in the back with like, put it in modern times, and there was like, what are you, what are you talking about, Kojima? Put it in modern mm. times, but but just put, put Rumpelstiltskin from Happy Ever After in it, <laughs> and everyone's like, Kojima, what do you put Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> in it? <laughs> Stars Robert, uh, what's his name? Robert Carlyle. Yes. And Patrick Stewart. God, th those games are so again, good too. Again, Kojima makes things expensive for no reason. He does. <laughs> no, because no, stop motion capturing rock. Because those things, the thing is about Kojima. This is like his biggest problem. He loves movies and yes, TV yes. way too much. And so, he, spoiler. Oh I, my I, God. I Hideo Kojima as the Quentin Tarantino of video games in my review. Cause that's literally what he is. That's what he is. Cause he loves. Is he, he the he, most expensive? I don't, I, I don't I mean, know. If he, he likes to get a he lot. He just because thing is he. thing is the thing is with Kojima is he has a lot of friends. No, no, no. In I media. Get, yes, that's I get, why. No, I get so, that. So and thing is because he has so many friends in media, he always wants to put them in. Cause he's like he loved. Cause thing is Kojima yeah. said himself when he was a kid he loved American cinema. No, yeah, no, yeah. So now that he's making games, he likes putting American actors in his games. Yes. So that's the thing about Kojima, and it's just it's 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 a problematic for him. What about um no then okay, because I remember him. I remember someone else compared him to another um really expensive director and producer, and I can't remember the name now. Um, I'm sure it'll come to you. It will eventually, because <laughs> I sat there. I'm like not in terms of story, but just in terms of like price per um. I'll probably Del Toro because like. And this is like other best. Her, yeah. Um, Weta Workshop's yeah. owner. What's his name? What's his Peter name? Jackson? Peter Jackson. Yes, Peter yeah. Jackson. Just price alone. Yeah, it's. <laughs> that's the thing. About, that's the thing about Kojima. That's what, that's what that's what he does. That's what Kojima like, does. And it's what he does. Best. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing is, though, like I think a lot of people who see a Hideo Kojima game automatically just go to Metal Gear and not yeah. realize he has worked on other mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. uh, if you played Zone of the Enders as Zone of the Enders and not 
the game that came with the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo disc, uh, then you would appreciate these things a lot more. Actually, no, Sony, and this is my first PlayStation 3 game. Cockpit. <laughs> yeah, I, I thing is like when it came to the Sony thing, because like I for, I remember when it came to Sony, when I got my PlayStation 3, I had a choice of either getting Jax, Jackson Daxter. Or uh, Zone of the Enders, and I was like, I want Zone of the Enders. Yeah, that was my and, like. I wanted Zone of the Enders because like I miss Jack and Baxter now. You know, oh my gosh, and it was like, and it was such a great game. But that's what that's like I said. That's what has me. That's my biggest fear yeah. about Death Stranding. But again, if you want a mostly unbiased, I really want to know how much you spent. That really yeah. tackles without spoiling the entire game. I, I take very good care into not spoiling this story. That's how good it is. Uh, my review goes live tomorrow, Bam. sometime after midnight, twelve one a.m. <laughs> um, what's funny is um, there, there's another director who's also kind of pricey, um, not movie director, uh, video game director, Kamiya, who oh, also has his yeah. yeah. And do you know who's now working with him? Uh, what's her name? Uh, the Ghost of Tsushima lady, that developer, because she left that. Well, no, she's she. Um, what was the game she was working on? That uh. Not Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, oh. you, yeah, it's. It's basically Yu Hakusho, but horrible. That I'm really here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm really looking excited. Um, she's with. She's on Kamiya's team now. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I want to see a game between them and Kojima. No. No, guys. Because one will be the most stylish game of all time. We don't need that. It'll also be the most expensive game of all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Death Stranding's coming soon. Yes. Uh, touching back on this Bethesda issue, because we went off on a very weird tangent. Um, one of the companies that has actually been able to do something redeeming after releasing a major flop is Ubisoft. Uh, yeah. They, so they, well, Ghost they Recon Breakpoint. It was, was horrible. It was horrible. And it was and greedy and it was horrible. One of the th I've never seen a company go, hey, we're sorry. We had to put this out. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. They're delaying all their future releases. So uh, Gods and Monsters is being delayed. Right. Yep. Uh, Watch point, uh, Watch, uh, bah, bah, bah. Watching Dogs Legion yeah. is going to be delayed. Yeah. Uh, that other Rainbow Six game that they were the working Contagion. on. Yep. Contagion. Contagion is going to be delayed. Yeah. Yep. And they're actually going to retool and focus all their efforts on fixing Ghost Recon. That's a Breakpoint. big deal. That's a big it's deal. A huge deal. That's a huge deal. Because normally Ubisoft, EA, Microsoft, and now Deadbeat Bethesda, they're all kind of like up there mm -hmm. and those companies are like, ha you bought our shit anyway. We're not going to do anything about it. Ubisoft actually cares. Yeah, they care. No, they're, they're starting to care. Like, they, they've no, really... Notice that I left out EA. Yeah. Because EA, as greedy as they are, they give a sh They're not in the games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they actually... Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> as, as hard as it is, it's just like... Because I look care. at that launch trailer for Star Wars The Fallen, Je Fallen Order, and I'm like, this looks really good. This, this looks really good, yeah. They gave me dungeon crawling in my Star Wars game, and that's something I would not have ever expected from a Star Wars game at all. Neither. I, that's the last thing I would have I would have pictured in a Star that's Wars what game. I wanted. I mean, that, no, it's really, that's a, yeah, that's so like everything. That's everything that anyone ever wanted in a Star Wars game. But um, well, I don't know how good the story is going to be, but it's made by Respawn, which means it's going to play really well. It's going to be. It's going to be pretty. It's going to play pretty awesome. Yeah, um, I think so. But we're definitely looking forward to that. Uh, some reviews have even called it a game of the year contender. I don't know how 
accurate that's going to be. It's a Star Wars. That's pretty game. early. Like, that's yeah. pretty early. It. it that's it like saying Luigi Mansion Three is contender for gaming. I'm like, look, the game's good. It's, it's pretty not early. that good. That's, that's I, I, I will say this. I, I I kind of agree with that only because of one reason. Respawn has made some very great. They have Titanfall in terms yeah. of mechanic, but yeah. also because in storytelling, I actually felt bad about the robots. Here's the thing is, what, here's the thing because is why, like, yeah, once they die, like that AI is dead. Here's here's the thing why why, why I'm actually. I won't say game of the year, but I'm actually looking forward to it because, and Gino makes a good point, is the fact that because it's Respawn, considering what Respawn has done with like the mechanics in really? Titanfall, is <laughs> like the mechanics in Titanfall, like if you play Titanfall 2, yeah. and just this, the mechanics alone of when you're not in your mech, because mind you, if the Titanfall 2, like the Titanfall 2 game, you're only like what? 10% of the time you're in your robot. Right. And when you're not, you're doing some amazing stuff in the game. The wall running, everything in the game yeah. is just fantastic. So just imagine that now but inside a Jedi game. Yeah. That has that me has very happen. excited. Yeah. Yes. And, and not only that, is there dungeon crawling, but there's going to be world hopping. Yeah. Like that. Like, I'm really, like, I'm very the excited. more I hear about this game, the, I, am very excited I get for this. really excited to play Star Wars. Yeah, I'm very I'm excited like, for this. I'm just like, okay, EA, you're getting my money. Yes, I'm very, very excited for this. I'm excited for I'm Star Wars. I'm super excited for this. This is yeah. probably the only time you're going to get my money. Actually, the only time they get my money is on their single player games. Because I paid yeah. for Faye, and I paid for uh, um, sea, of so sea of Solitude, mm -hmm. and No Way Out. Titanfall 2? I, I bought Titanfall 2 when it was used. But like, Titanfall 2 was like the last time I really enjoyed an EA game. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, it was such, it was a very Unraveled. solid... Unraveled. I know, I never played Unraveled. Really good game. I've really never played Unraveled. You really should yeah. play the Unraveled game. I've never really played them. Never played them. Um, so, you know, so in terms of upcoming content, uh, Death Stranding drops next Friday. Mm -hmm. We're obviously going to stream it. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned for that stream. Uh, I don't know whether if I'm going to do like just like a quick like two or three hour thing. Uh, we've been talking about me possibly just doing a big mammoth stream. Just gonna when one, I get home. just going to do the whole game in one shot? I mean, I did it for The uh, Last one. Guardian. Oh, you also did. Well, yeah, but you also sped run. You knew the speedrunning tactics for the Last Guardian. Well, my first playthrough of the Last Guardian took me ten hours. Oh. No, then I'm thinking of something else. No, I'm thinking of something else, aren't I? Uh, probably Breath of the Wild. No, I'm thinking of um the other game. Um, wait, is that Last Guardian the thing with the Titans that you have to kill? No. No, that's Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, that's so why. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same developer. That's same why. Dev. Same <laughs> dev. Yep. Same dev. Um, but yeah, it's like we like. Death Stranding is probably the big game coming out next week. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to stream that. After and then the week after that is Pokemon. Yeah. It's Pokemon, but we also have Star Wars Fallen Order, so mm -hmm. I'm going to hopefully try to get through... Wow, the Fallen Order is coming out around the same time as Disney Plus with The Mandalorian. Yes. That's funny. That's right. That's <laughs> real funny. Watch it, Tyson. So, November 8th is Death Stranding. I believe Jedi Fallen Order drops on the 15th. Uh... I'm probably not going to stream Fallen Order like right away. I want to get through Death Stranding and make sure that game is played to completion while also keeping up with all the Destiny stuff that Destiny likes to throw at me cuz literally they're not like it's been uh, it's been new content every week. Like there's still exotic like, quests I still have not Like I've damn not it Destiny. Yet. I want to play all the shit. Like <laughs> I, I there's there's exotic quests no, I still haven't finished but yet. Death Stranding. You play one game. Jedi Fallen Order are the next two games at least from my end. Uh, you also have our regular streams from Neo Ivan Gaming. Uh, he's finishing up his Dead Space run. Uh, that game is amazing. I love that game. Wait, so which much. one is he doing? I think he's playing two right now. 
Okay, that's fair. Three Let's is not talk about three. Three was the mistake. Three was a mistake. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's playing Dead Space 2 right now. Uh, we'll be back with some I, more. I still have, I still have a fit Deep Fry stuff yeah. on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, but we'll have a special Ooh. Ow. stream somewhere over the weekend with uh, Death Stranding. That review is going live tomorrow, by the way, guys. So definitely tomorrow, check out. Wait, tomorrow as in? As in like the 1st, November 1st. My Death Stranding review is coming So out it's slated on. for 12. The the review embargo gets lifted on the 1st. Lifted on the 1st. So yeah, so tonight, technically. Tonight, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're going to have that for you guys. Um, we're going to have plenty of content for you. we got a lot of rain content coming up. Mm -hmm. we got our podcast content coming up as we gear up to uh, the end of the year. Game of the Year award. Yep. Looking forward uh, to that. And... Because Digital Era Entertainment also has anime uh, upbringings, uh, we're also going to showcase our anime of the year for 2019 as well. So look out for that content as well. Um, dumbbell. Look at my dumbbell. Dumbbell. All top 10 spots. <laughs> dumbbell. All top 10 spots. That's what I'm just kidding. So we it's got a lot of uh, end of the year content. Jojo in the background. It's almost like our but own dumbbell. end game, so to speak. Nothing but dumbbell. Nothing but dumbbell. <laughs> it's our it's it's the decode end game content. <laughs> what so the end of the year content drop. What? Oh, that is awesome. Uh, it's the end of year content drop. We're really not to you. Anime of the year. We got our game of the year. What do you guys think is gonna be game of the year? Let me know. Message us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can hit us up on all these various different. Super monkey ball. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the thing is, we all have, like, our personal game of the year. Like, the games that we were like, oh, man, like, 2019, I played this. Uh, I mean, obviously, Death Stranding is that game for me, but before Death Stranding, it was Concrete Genie. Uh, there's, there's been a lot of good. There's a lot, there was a lot of good ones this year. There's a lot of good here and there. Uh, so one of the main things that we're going to do, you know, just, like, to give you a little clue on how this uh, 2019 game of the year thing is going to go is uh, one of the things that I've noticed that all the games that we really liked or loved in 2019, their unique thing that they had that in common across all these games that we're considering for our top 10 uh, is they all conveyed a sense of emotion. And that's the thing that we're going with uh, for this game of the year. Like the top 10 games that made you feel something. Uh, because with a couple of exceptions, this year hasn't been like too great for gaming. I mean, last year we had God of War. Like, <laughs> how do you top that? You can't. Like, it wasn't uh, very. Yeah, it was just a really. I mean, this is the end of a console cycle. So it's the end of a console cycle. Yeah. So naturally, it's got to be slowed down. Pax oh, East is gonna be hilarious. There's still a lot of good that came out this year, and a lot of games that did things differently that didn't follow the general convention of what you know as a video game. And as we're discussing and picking apart, like, this is ten. This is nine this is top five you know we're really making sure that the games that we pick elicited some type of emotion and that could be any emotion it could have made you angry it could have made you happy it could have made you cry uh it could have made you feel good um yeah it's it's gonna be good stuff and anime of the year has also been as controversial because uh, anime has been very divisive this year. it's been super divisive this year uh, uh, so because it's hard because then, you, especially if it's if it's just airing, but it's air, like especially it's it's hard because you know yeah. that if it comes from a manga, 
you're already far ahead yeah. in the manga. Well, it's yeah. like, ah! It's like, if you're judging anime of the year, you really gotta judge, like, there's but a lot of things you gotta in consider. in terms yeah. of anime of the year, you know, we're taking a look into account what the anime is actually about, what kind of story it's telling, the animation. Uh, I'm, I'm proud to say that what we are considering for top five as well as anime of the year is pretty much unanimous. Uh, but it was very tough to, like, pick out, like, this was a good anime, this was a good anime, I didn't like this. Yeah. Uh, but that's handled by our wonderful, wonderful people, Mario himself, and, of course, our anime contributor, Fonji, uh, who has been such a sweetheart and doll. Uh, I'm really excited, because I love the Game of the Year videos. If you've watched our previous ones, you know, they are definitely a work of passion, uh, putting those together, scripting them, you know, it's just really good. We have a lot planned as we get through the end of the year and our decode Christmas specials, etc. <laughs> Christmas! Christmas is the most. We start playing music tomorrow. Oh, God, no. You're not, you're not serious, right? At my house, they did because my mom's obsessed with Christmas. That is awful. <laughs> she has over 400 Santas and close to 2,000 nativity scenes that she's collected. Nothing but Pat Dota going She starts on putting them up August 2nd, the day after my birthday. <laughs> that's crazy. Anyways, guys, that's been another episode of the Decode Podcast. We'll be back next week with all the esports and gaming news as you come to go. It again, Death Stranding popping up later. But as always, until next time, you've been decoded. Oh yeah. <laughs>